a Friday, it's not every day we get to play a song and it's not everybody that deserves a song here on SAFM Spot On. So without wasting any further time, we're going to our interview with Dr. Kumalo. Six to seven PM Sport On with Tabiso Musia. And he's already on the line, the legendary Dr. Kumalo. Doc, good evening from us here on SAFM. Thank you very much, firstly, for taking our call and being able to talk to us. It's an honor for us to speak to you. Uh, good evening, Tavis, and good evening to the listeners. And uh, compliments to everyone at SAFM. Thanks, Doc. We've just played a song here. Yeah, I've even seen you in the video. Mdogishi. <laughs> <laughs> It's a nice song, I've got to say. It's a very nice song. But how do you feel, Doc, yeah. so, so many years later that that people still don't forget you, that even the young generation is still making music about you? Yeah, actually, I'm very humbled. And uh, it's all about uh, the efforts that you put together in life. And, uh, you know, when you take the path in terms of uh, positive vibes and everything, uh, I was actually shocked when... Uh, I was called by uh, Jabu, mm. uh, one of the guys that I'm working on with. Uh, I mean, on a, on a project. Actually, that song it's 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 a soundtrack of something that is coming up soon. Oh, nice! Yeah, and I hope you like the song so, at least, Doc. Yeah, I'm saying I hope you like the song at least. No, 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 no. I like it because it's 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 uh, it's, uh, it's a sort of like a quieter tune, mm. you know. Because uh, if you listen to to the hook. It sounds a little bit like uh, you do a little bit of uh, uh, trumpies, yes. you know, because I used to chill with them for a while. <laughs> I mean, while we're still going up. So it, it's it's like way bad type of a tune. I, I like it. Uh, I mean, Young is very talented. Eh? Yes, no, he is. Eh? One of my favorite rappers. <laughs> I've got all his music, actually, Young Chief. And you were saying you were very shocked when you were called to, uh, when you found out about the song? Yeah, because... I, Actually, it, it was like a message. It was like a message. When I opened the message, then boom. So now I just listened for three seconds. I'm like, hey, I'll, I'll check it tomorrow. I, <laughs> and I continued with whatever I was doing. I was chilling with the guys. So around uh, 80 hours of the morning, then I went back to the message. Okay, let me check this message. Then boom, I press again. This is tune was Oh, wow. Okay, do reach what So I was like, wow, Yanda, what a surprise. And then when they invited you for the video, how was that experience? Oh, well, uh, well uh, I must say that uh, I was very shocked also when they said uh, they want me to feature in, in the video. Uh, and you must understand that if I say no to the upcoming generation, who will make them to be their better self? Mm. So I have to be there in order for them to, to upgrade their lives and also probably to, to elevate whatever they're trying to do and have confidence because there is a reason behind the whole setup in terms of the soul. Mm. And now here's a, a young man who is actually, because the first time when I met him, he was, he was a very shy guy, he couldn't believe it. He was even shaking when I shook his hands, you know, um, when we were in the in fact, we were doing some <laughs> stuff. Huh. So I'm like, hey, man, who are you going to do? Do you need to go to the job? Yeah, I'm going to go to the job. 
so so when he asked me to come and like be featured in the video, I was like, okay, let me avail myself because we want to see our our, our youth uh, prosper and doing positive things. And Yanga is one of the youth in South Africa that I think uh, with his talent, you know, he's gonna go places. No, definitely. But, Doc, sometimes do you sit back and realize what an impact you've had, not only on South African football, but just South Africa in, in general? And I think this song also shows the impact that you have. Do you, do you ever sit and realize what you've done? You know, to be precise and honest, I, still today, I, 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 didn't, I don't realize, I don't know, I'm just living a, a simple life like a, a young kid that grew up in Soweto in the dusty street. Mm. But it's just that people, when they talk to you, when they, you know, like, talk about what I did on the field, off the field, and still relevant and all that. Uh, a week ago, I met a guy from Tanzania who was in the country, and uh, they have a, an event in Tanzania, and he came specifically to meet me, to ask me if I can attend that event. I'm like, oh. So that's the only reason you came to South Africa to... to I mean, but why didn't you call or maybe send an email or said, no, 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 no. I wanted to talk to you personally because you don't understand the impact you have in mm. Africa. I was like, wow, okay. I didn't know. Yeah. So, personally, I'm just a humble and simple person and I do whatever any other individual do in the township. But what I've done, I, I can't interpret it as much as other people do. Because every now and then, if I go to a guy in Soweto, there must be a guy that will remind me about Itai Tu Wamashibobo. Yes. But it can be easy. It can be easy just being being Dr. Kumal. I mean, everybody wants to stop and speak to you. I've seen you here in the building at SABC, and sometimes I'm also surprised at how down to earth you are. I even see you make your own tea, Doc, when people want to make tea for you. And you just go and you make your own tea like you're just a normal person like all of us. Definitely. Uh, that's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, it's all about uh, proper upbringing and uh, understanding who you are and where you're coming from and where you're heading to. Who's the next person? What does that person mean to you? Irrespective of biological acquaintances or whatever, but at the end of the day, you need to be able to come to certain situations where you don't have to put your status above everybody. You need to come down to earth and live like any other individual. Yeah, me, if I was Dr. Kumala, I wouldn't make my own tea. Yo, being Dr. Kumala, no, 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 no. But on that note, Doc, we've got somebody on the line. Let's introduce yeah. him. We've just played his song, actually. Younger Chief Kumalo, as we call him, these days. Hey, Faku, Faku, good evening from us on SAFM. Thank you for joining us. Good evening, guys. Thank you for having me. Thanks, man. Firstly, me, I'm a big fan of your music. I've got all your albums. I've got... Uh, Pops, I've got Popstar, and now I've got Mdogishi. Also, I've got Indonina with Blakey and 25K. But we're speaking to Mdogishi tonight, um, Younger Chief, and we just played the song that you did that was released late last year with Tim and Express. Firstly, what inspired this? Obviously, Doctor inspired this song, but how much has Doctor inspired you that you even have to make music about him? Yo, um, I, don't, I wouldn't know where to start with this one, but, you know, I was uh, fortunate enough last year um, to work on a project um, with uh, Opu Doctor, 
And to my surprise, you know, I had done all the research um, about his history and his career, and obviously knowing how much of an impact he had in my own household uh, with my family, um, I knew a little bit about him. But to hear him speak of, you know, the values that his uh, parents had instilled in him and um, how I saw that reflecting in how he carries himself till today, I think that really um, also changed my life in a sense where my lifestyle, man, I've, I've, I've taken it for granted. I think uh, being in the industry, when you become a famous person, you sort of act like other famous people, you know? And um, almost to a sense where you feel like maybe your family wouldn't really understand what you're going through. So you tend to listen to friends and other people that have been in the industry instead of your own family. But the way that he still speaks about his father, you know, um, and, the, and the values that his father had instilled in him, it, it forced me to also look into my life. And my late father also was a very strict parent, you know. Um, and I, I just realized that, you know, um, if I change my lifestyle and I change how I carry myself and I change the things that I consume and things like that, then, you know, I also have an opportunity to have more longevity in the career that I have. So I wanted to share that with my fans also, you know, um, this is a person that they can look at and also be inspired by, not just by what he's done on the field, but now how we see him living his life post-soccer, you know, um, it's a great example of how a man should carry himself. And I think those are the values I wanted to, people to, like, remember when they think of Dr. Kumalo. Wonderful, and that's why doc, we say Doc is an icon on and off the field, not just for his football, as you can hear. Uh, Younger just talking about how he's inspired him. Younger, he told us before you came on air that you were shaking the first time you saw him. I mean, how does another star get, get shaken when seeing another star? <laughs> <laughs> Younger, you've been with big stars in your life, man. <laughs> no, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I think I'd like to think that I'm a very respectful person. Um, you know, so I didn't really know how to handle it. Um, I had done so much research prior to meeting the man and his story just uh, blew me away even more than the things that I actually knew. So it's still very difficult to <laughs> to speak to the man in person, you know, um, but this is what we strive for. I think we all, we all are just privileged to still have him uh, walking amongst us, you know. Um, we could tell his story for days and, and, and years, you know, but to, to have the man in person, it kind of reminded me Exactly like when I met, when I was a child, I met, I was fortunate enough to meet Nelson Mandela. Mm. And um, I, I think I froze then too. So it was one of the same feeling here. Yeah. And, and just finally, I mean, I've seen some of the comments when the song came out. The younger generation that you appeal to also with your music, maybe some of them didn't see Dr. Kumalo, but I've seen with this song, they've actually, they actually have more interest on uh, Dr. Kumalo, trying to check his videos and finding out more about him. Is that also what you hope the song achieves also? Just, just introduce him to the younger generation also that maybe didn't see him play? Definitely. I think, um, you know, the project that we're working on, I think one of the things that I want the younger generation to take away from it is, you know, in this day and age, we have so much freedom granted to us as the youth. You know, we're allowed to do and say whatever we want, and there's little repercussion. So all the freedoms that we get, they don't uh, really come with the responsibilities that they should come with. And it's important for you to listen to your parents, because your parents, might not have experienced anything that you're going through, but the values that they've learned from their parents are the reason that they've been able to play such an important role in your life. And it's, it's, it's really just simple things, and things like that that will really get you far in life. And I think that 
Um, if people do study uh, Dr. Kumalo's story, they will learn exactly how to carry yourself and how to stay um, alive and relevant and, and contributing to a society um, until the end of your days, you know, and that's something that we need to learn because right now fame and, and success is fleeting, you know, um, but you have someone that has lived through, you know, who's been the first to do so many things and he's still standing and still thriving. You know, it's an honor just to be able to see the man in person or on TV till today. And it's an example that we should all figure out how to follow. And I think it starts at home. And that's one of the main things that he's taught me. It's an honor for us to be working in the same building as Dr. Kumalo. Doc, I know you've already said some nice things to Young Chief, but what would you like to say to him? Uh, only only um, one or two, because... Um, like I said, when I first met Young, you know, um, very humble young man and uh, quiet, reserved. Um, I just want to say to Young, I really appreciate and thank you very much for all the acknowledgement and uh, doing such a, a, a powerful song about me. Because, you know, sometimes people are unfortunate in terms of being recognized or getting accolades when they're no longer. Mm. But mm. for Yanga to acknowledge everything that I've done or whatever that he has learned from me, and he came up with this kind of a project, because to tell a story, it comes in different ways. You know, mm. So Yanga, he, he thought of a song, but to be honest, he's a multi-talented young man mm. because he can, he's a producer also, mm. and there he is, he can sing. But I'm not too sure on the field where they speak. <laughs> <laughs> like you say in the video. Guys, I'm from Queenstown. I play cricket. I play rugby. I play hockey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so what I just want to emphasize is that uh, he must keep on striving mm. and always believe that talent is not only there but you need to make sure that you support it and you don't just pray for god in order for him to open those doors because it doesn't work for you he works with you mm-hmm. so don't expect mm-hmm. to do negative stuff and pray to god to get positive that's mm-hmm. impossible mm-hmm. so in today's life there are so many obstacles that are negative that might deprive you the opportunity to find yourself who you are but if you listen to yourself because there's no any other person that can mold you you yourself, you have to be the exemplary to yourself. When you look at yourself in the mirror, you say, this is me. I want to be like that. Don't listen to another third party because that's mm. going to kill everything. So this is what I did. I, I had to, to be honest, because when I grew up, when I signed with Kaiser Chiefs the first day, it was on a Monday. When I got home at 7, my mother told me, all these guys here in the township, you forget about them. You go and be mm. friends with same people that are in the same industry like you. Hence, that's the reason why I was friends. I'm, I'm friends still today with Debo Pretty mm. boy himself. Wonderful. Thanks, Doc. Thanks, Yanga, for joining us. Keep going. We love the music. Just keeps getting better and better. And all the best.
Thank you very much, guys. Enjoy your evening. Thank you, Younger Chief Kumalo. Do follow him on Twitter. It's Younger Chief there, making great music. We're still talking. We're going to get into the football now. I can see the voice notes are coming in. Okay, let's play some of the voice notes so we can hear what the people have to say about Dr. Kumalo. And I'm already seeing the tweets. I'm acknowledging the tweets also. Um, Ben saying, this is the best show on radio. Uh, Somebody says, we're enjoying this show with Dr. Kumalo, 16V. Ask him why he came back from the U.S. Okay, we're going to get into that. But let's hear the voice notes. Hi Tabiso, how are you Tabiso? My name is William from Zim. I remember Dr. Kumalo, his comment when they played Zimbabwe, they lost 4-1. I think that was their first international game against Zimbabwe when they lost 4-1 at the National Sports Stadium. I remember his comments about Peter Njofu. He said Peter Njofu was (laughs) 2-1. That was a drubbing from Zim. Thank you, Tabiso, for the good show. Ah, T-Man. General. 16 Valve. Mavula Vala. But I wish, man, uh, DK should have played in Europe. Just for control, NJ. Because people will tell you that Zidane was the best. Zidane was the best. But I think... uh, 1612 was the greatest player. Thank you, man, for bringing uh, that legend into us. Thank you. Yeah, just just a quick one for Mtokic. You've played uh, with some of the best midfielders uh, this country has ever seen. Um, but uh, to make it easy for you, between Shuz Mushweu and Tsikitsiki Moki, who is the best midfielder you've played alongside with in a game? Anonymous. Good evening, Tabiso. You are speaking to Sid Netbanks all the way from Bochum, Poloko and Limpopo. You know what, Tabiso, man? Uh, the time that uh, Dr. Kumalo were playing, unfortunately, I wasn't born. But uh, when I look at his stats, you know what, man? This man is very, 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 very encouraging. And I wish uh, youth can take the, the, the motivations from this man because you know what, Dr. Kumal is very, 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 very disciplined. And you can see that even back, even back, he was very disciplined when he was playing. Even now, he is still disciplined, my man. So anyway, Dr. Man, shout out to you, my brother. Shout out to you. Uh, Tabiso, good evening. Thanks very much, man, my brother, for bringing this legend. I'll be it that I'm a Bacania, but uh, I can tell you now, a uh, 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 dog used to give me, to let me uh, develop a migraine whenever they're playing against Pirates. But uh, once again, when I see him on TV or in that publication where he's writing, uh, I remember one of his friends, uh, colleagues, in, uh, teammates, saying that Dr. Fani once said that the management says we must come back at uh, 12 o'clock, although they were supposed to come back at 2. Hey, Doki, I can't remember when I think this guy was saying this in, in one publication. I love you, my brother. Thank you very much. Good evening, Mr. Musia. Wow, wow. Greatest individual in the, I mean, younger chief guy. Wow, wow. This is very inspiring. 
these are the kind of people that we want to listen to daily. You know, the kind of respect that he he's putting out there, you know. It's amazing, Dr. Kumalo. I'm very young, but I'm learning a lot from these people. Wow. I wish, I really wish that the Lord could bless them more and more. Amazing, amazing. Thank you, sir. Hey, T-Man. I'll Kumo Abuti. Um, Togi, 16 V Kumalo. Yo, 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 yo. Used to remind me teenage Laza, Kabo Max Pro Maponyan in that day. Yo, 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 yo. So I was entertaining at that time. Thank you, Doctor. Keep up, keep up, keep up, Babudi. Keep up, take you so from Bosabelo, Free State. Sport on on SAFM. Okay, thank you for those, and I have noted them. I will ask Dr. Kumalo your questions, and I'm sure he wants to respond. But we've just got somebody on the line that we can't keep waiting. Coach Clive Barker, good evening from us on SAFM. Thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah, nice to talk to you. We're talking to Dr. Kumalo, Clive Barker, and when we think Dr. Kumalo, we also think um, Clive Barker. Um, he is here on the line. I don't know if you want to say hi to him, firstly. <laughs> Hello, Dr. H. How are you? Hi, Coach. How are you? Fine, man. And you well? I'm fine, thanks. And you? And how are all the boys and everybody who lives up there? And nice to be able to talk to you. Hang on. Uh, I think that was yeah. a fix. Is that the fix machine going on there, Coach Clive? <laughs> Still using a fax machine. <laughs> hey, coach, are you still using a fax machine? <laughs> He's struggling to put it off. Okay, let's wait for him to put it off. Doc, just how do you feel about those voice notes that came in there? Everybody just thanking you. Some didn't say you play, but they understand your impact. Unfortunately, I couldn't hear most of them, but uh, just a little bit. Uh, uh, but I must say that I'm very much... Uh, Humble and uh, thank you very much for the acknowledgement. Um, you know, it's only people that can tell me or that can judge in terms of whatever I've done on the field, of the field. But uh, listening to what the people are saying, I must say that uh, I'm very, very, very thank. I am proud, and I must say to my parents, you know, because they are the ones that uh, actually made me to be who I am today. So. To all the guys that have said uh, some of the messages now, I, I really thank them. Yeah. <laughs> and and overall, Doctor Kumalo, how do you look back yeah. at your at your professional career? Are you satisfied with what you achieved in the game of football? Yeah, well, I would say uh, uh, I am because um, I, I I heard one of the the, the, the listeners saying uh, he wish I should have uh, could have played uh, in, in Europe. Europe. Yeah. Well, I went to Aston Villa at some stage uh, yes. to, to try there for two weeks, and uh, I played two friendly games with them in Italy. And to be honest and precise, uh, I, I could tell that this is not my kind of a game because uh, it's open to honor, and then he couldn't even cross. So we played uh, Fiorentina in Italy, and they played, you know, it's like, three touches then you in the final third of the opening. So when you get as a winger, because I was played on the right, you have to whip it in. With or without any striker, you just have to whip it in. Mm. But I mean I'm not used to that. So what I did, I showed the number, <laughs> what jump I to two times. When I played the ball, 
They couldn't understand what you were doing. Yeah, yeah, yes, what? No, hey. I was like, yo, Andy, how is it done here? Uh, then uh, we went back. Uh, then I came back home and I told the chairman, I said, England, uh, it won't happen for me. Yeah. Okay, there you have it then on why Doc didn't stay at Aston Villa. Okay, hold that thought. We've got Clive Barker on the line. Um, Clive, uh, thanks again for joining us. I was saying when we think of Doc, we think of you also, obviously, your working partnership. But in your, in your opinion, Clive Barker, what made Dr. Kumalo so good and such an icon? Sorry, can you, can you repeat that and shout it at me? Yes. Okay, my hearing is not too good. No problem. I was saying in your opinion, what made Dr. Kumalo such a special player? He was able to win matches for us every time he played. And, and I looked at him as an international player because there's a difference between international players and, and others. So I, I, he was special. And, and I remember the one time we were playing Germany. Mm. And I went through the team, team um, that was about to play. And... Um, he got ready and things like that, and I didn't, I didn't talk to him until he was about to go onto the field. And I said, the first time you get the ball tonight, only your mother and father and people close to you believe that we can win this game. And I said, go out there and get hold of it and do anything you like, but get that whole crowd on our, and, on our side mm. and make them believe also. And he, he did that exactly. As, as the ball came to him, he pushed the legs right through... I'm not quite sure of the German players. It's a surname. I think it's Muller. <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, the mob went absolutely dilly, and, of course, we never looked back and really played fantastically well. He had the, he had the ability to turn half chances into full chances, mm. and he was magnificent. He was... Everybody said to me, who's the player... Who's your fondest player? Who, who's, who's done... Who's that, that? And I say to them in the mall, the best player I ever worked with was Dr. Kamala. Wow. Just because he won so many things for us. And, and um, yes. that side that won the African Cup of Nations, I've just been watching, obviously, as so have you. It's been fantastic. And, but um, it, was, it was magnificent when South Africa could participate and, and do so well. Hmm. Perhaps our turn will come again now. I'm not quite sure. And is it is it true that you get you used to give him a free role, Clive? Yeah, I could trust him. I, I I remember the only thing I tried to correct for him, on him, and I don't know if I was successful. I said to him, um, when you get the ball, if if you're in their half, you're not going to be any good to us, I can't, because by the time you get to have, to have a shot at goal, you're going to be knackered, and so. He, he try, I said to him, try and get closer to the 18-yard area and, and then do exactly what we want you to do. But he did everything. And the, the, the goals that were scored in the finals and, and, of course, everybody knows the faux pas that I made when I took him off. When, when Against Brazil. Out, yeah. uh, and there was a hopeful mistake. But I, I apologize to you guys enough times. <laughs> but it was magnificent all around and... Uh, and, and the little things that he brought to um, the nickname of Doctor. Mm. Uh, when I used to get onto the plane on the way back, the, the people would lean over to me and say to me, is he really a doctor? 
And I'd say, yeah, and I, I said, he's, he's a doctor, a doctor of football. And he was, he was magnificent. And uh, I, I can't say enough about the doctor. In fact, um, he's, he's, he's not my favorite son because they all are, but, mm. but he had the ability to, to do more things than anybody else that I've known. So, so Doki, to you, my man, yep. everything the best. Thank you, Coach. And and for you, Doc, I mean, is that what made Clive such a good coach that all of you wanted to play for him? He seemed to understand you. He didn't try to change you, but he seemed to understand and play to your strength and make you play to your strengths. Yeah, I guess uh, it's because uh, he, he understood the South African culture and uh, the philosophy. And uh, he understood uh, individuals that are capable of uh, turning it around or those who are able to defend, you know, and... Uh, I was a little bit surprised, you know, when uh, he came to me before we played the, the Germany to say, Doc, you, you, you need to do something first five minutes. If either you put it under the legs or do your magic, whatever. And then Linda think like, you guys, you need to protect him. And I was like, wow, this is a ticket to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, so, yeah. and you could understand. I mean, uh, that game, that game... Um, because we, we were staying in the uh, morning, I mean, uh, in Fenton. From mm. Fenton, as we are about to get into the gate, the main gate at uh, Jodak Stadium, and the German bus also pulled off. And uh, I remember, they saw rest in peace. Fizzo was like, yo, Kingsman lawyer, ah, 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 yo, yo, like, Fizzo, ah, 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 Thomas then I, if this is the case, then because half of the players they were idolizing those guys, and mm. I said, listen, we're not all about that here, because you must understand there's something that South Africa lacks at the moment. You know, if you have a driver that believes in you, if you have a driver that understands you, if you have a driver that will ask, how's your mom? How's your dad? Mm. He's motivating you because he's asking you about external factors. Mm. And Clive was that kind of a coach. I mean, if I was in the U.S. and it takes two months without a, a call-up, I would be calling issues and then just, I was not having a game because we can't, we, we haven't seen Clive. <laughs> so that's the spirit that he brought in Bafana Bafana. Till today, that's the reason why I don't even say Clive, but I say coach because of the respect that I have that I possess. And for him to, to change the game plan against Tunisia, after he realized that shoes was bottled up, he had a man, a man marker. Mm. And he said, listen, just go to the final set. Whatever you get, give us that final set. <clears throat> and it, it happened exactly the way he predicted. Oh, and I remember that game against Germany ended nil-nil. He talks about the Brazil game, Doc, and people are already tweeting us about the Brazil game because people are still not happy up until today. I but know. <laughs> Up I know. until today. I mean, you came back I from know. the US, you scored there, the team was leading 2-0, and then you yeah. were subbed. And I remember when we spoke to Clive, it's just that we've had to let him go. He's got another commitment. He once yeah. said that he felt that you were tired, but he's come out and yeah. he's apologized um, for that. Yeah. Did you ask to be subbed? No, no, no. The, I mean, the, 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 the culture within the national team then was that any foreign-based player, when he arrives from home, they give you a couple of hours with the family, 
and then mm. you report to camp. Mm. So Mina, I only saw the guys on our way to the stadium because I was sleeping. I landed uh, Monday night. The game was on Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken, but I know it, it was the next day. Mm. So when we got to, to, to the dressing room, I wasn't active the way I used to be, but it's because probably I was jet lagged a little bit, but I could tell, no, I'm okay. So I just took a, a nice cold shower before we could go warm up. And I was like, no, man, no, 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 Now, first half, and uh, I was I was telling Chipa to say, listen, when we play the, you the ball, you need to hold it. Don't give it away because if we have position, these guys cannot play. Because what we're trying to avoid is that they mustn't have the ball because they'll make us run. Because that's what they're good at. But we need to change the tune because 60% of their strength is the same as us. But one thing for sure that I know, they are not that skillful as like us. Oh. Because we can turn around things, you know. Brazilians! So I said, <sighs> Because Bona, they can take you on going forward. But Mina can take you forward, stationary, and do whatever. <laughs> so, fortunately, the plan worked. Because mm. I even told Nani, Elman, mm. Nani, don't play those crosses to cheaper. Let's keep the ball. Let's dribble them. Also show them if we can do what they can do. So, second half, when we came back, we're leading. So, when we came back, I think Zagallo, because it was Alde, the central middle fielder. Mm, mm, you mm. remember Alde? I remember Alde, yes. Yeah. He assigned Alde to man marking. And the first 10 seconds from the kickoff of the second half, I don't know what I did. And I looked at their bench. They were shouting, they were shouting. Then he assigned another second player mm. for now 2v1. So I said to Hellman, listen, let me go wide. You come in. Because if I'm outside... I'm taking two players away with me. Hmm. So two minutes went by without me touching the ball. And the next thing, Boni 15, a put in. Why? Why do you know? We, we saw you. I mean, you, we had possession. You, you didn't even touch the ball. So we thought you were jet lagged. You were tired. Ah. I said, no. I wasn't tired. I mean, that was a technical move. <laughs> that was a, I was moving two players from the middle to the side because then we can penetrate in the middle. Mm. So probably two minutes lapsed without me touching the ball and then I but in, out. And the Brazilians were and, celebrating, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they, they were celebrating. And I don't, it's just that I don't understand Portuguese because I, they would say something as I was walking mm. out of the field. Yeah, and the rest is history. They came back and they won ah, three two. The rest two. is history. They, they came back. Eh? But have you forgiven the coaches? Apologize to the nation. Ah, boss, you can't, you can't, you can't do that to life. I've, I've forgiven him just immediately after the match before I went back to the US. After he explained everything, and I explained, then I was like, no. But then when we, when I'm like in the malls or ever till today. I bad life. I, 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 that present came. I, I'm like, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yeah, no, we will you never go to forget Limpopo, that. Uh, you go to a, a function or an event, people are asking questions. That's the first question. Why against Brazil? Why? Mm. 
find out like in years. Yeah, no. I feel South African, but I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, just just on that note of of, of 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 being in the national team, you won Afcon obviously in 1996 with Clive and the yes, rest of the boys. Still, the only Bafana Bafana squad to win a major a tournament. Just besides the football, what was key in that success? What does it take to win Afcon, Doc? And was the pressure being at home for that Afcon? Uh, to be honest and precise, again. Uh, there was no pressure at all. Actually, oh. we mo- we enjoyed more home advantage. But uh, I know a lot of South Africans and some of the African people, you know, there's something that we need to play here. Mm. We didn't qualify in 96 because we were the host. We have already beaten Madagascar in Madagascar 2-1. Mm. Then we have already leading the, 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 the group stage. So we were number one. We were already qualified to play in the AFCON. So mm-hmm. a lot of people, they think because we were hosting, that's the reason why we were given an opportunity. No, that was not the case. Remember, South Africa was not supposed to host in 1996. I think it was Kenya, mm-hmm. if not Tanzania. I'm not sure. But again, now when you come back to your question, is that how does it feel to play in an Africa Cup of Nations? Look, uh, we, 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 we travel... A certain path with different coaches and as a nation. When I say as a nation, because we believe that whatever we do on the field, it resembles the South African flag and people. And whatever, whenever we lose, whenever we win, it always us, not we as a team, us mm, as a nation. Mm, mm, so right. we had this confidence of the support that not going to be, are they going to come? Or are, do they trust us? No, 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 no. We went out there knowing very well because number one of the country, may so rest in peace, he said it before the opening match. Mm. This is not the tournament that you need to go out there as individuals, but you need to go out there to represent South Africans. We need to send a message to the world that we are world beaters. Because you need to understand that by then, the prime and all that was bad. People were talking bad about South Africa. That's what he said. He said, give me a reason to ask them, what are you saying now about South Africa? Because they are champions of the Afco. And that inspired us. And before we learned the hard way, one of the Zimbabwean callers said, mm. we took advantage in terms of us in South Africa thinking, no, we are well beaters. But we went to Zimbabwe. The first game, we lost 4-1. The second game against... Uh, uh, what he called uh, Nigeria forward. We played a friend in Mexico for uh, funny. Then they called us four by four. Four by four, and they called you nurse. They said you're not a doctor, you're a nurse. Yes. Then I was like, no, it's okay, no problem. Because personally, I cannot degrade myself because I know the talent has been given by God. I didn't buy this, any uh, uh, wholesale or whatsoever. Mm. I had to say whatever because it was a mind game. The game is all about who's got a bigger heart. So when we go, we knew about Jovo and everybody. But here I am, I'm sitting here, and who's eating a humble pie? <laughs> because the very same person that was that in there, the sitting proud to say, I'm raising my hand to say I was a soldier for the country. Mm. So when we approached 96, it was not 
a new team or it was not a new squad that was assembled. Remember the squad that Krima Shabala started in 1992? Where you were the first player oh. to score for Bafana Bafana? Yes. First now, ever if player. At, if you look at that team, is that the very same team that played 90% in the Afcon 96? So continue so it. You, you know? can tell me. We need to give credit to Screamer also for building the confidence, even though he didn't win much. Mm. But he's one of the coaches that I strongly believe he played a very, very crucial, crucial phase in terms of molding us, understanding what is international arena, because we were isolated because of apartheid. We didn't know how does it feel to play Zimbabwe or any other country, because we're confined in South Africa. <laughs> but when we got the opportunity, Screamer was the first coach give me an opportunity to play against Cameroon. I only saw these guys on TV, but I played against them in 92 in Devon. And you scored a penalty. And, yes. And from that day up until 96. So you can tell that there was a chain, a continuous chain that was not broken. Hence, we won 96. Mm. And so yes. when we played Cameroon again as an opening match, Yes. We didn't even feel or whatsoever, but what we wanted was to put a smile in all those people who were in the stadium, the millions and millions of people in at home who were watching. So that was our main main focus to say we need to make our country our fellow countrymen proud. We are the soldiers. We need to go out there and dig deep. Yes. It's not here about individuals, egos whatsoever. So we need to make a difference in these people's faces. There was a voice note earlier, Doc, from Butinko Unki from the Eastern Cape. He said he's a Pirates fan. You always gave him a headache, but he loves you. <laughs> and and I've seen a lot of Pirates fans love you. I still don't understand that personally, but you are some Pirates fans' favorite player. And it's it's really amusing. I don't think that happens anywhere in the world where you are the rival's favorite player. But obviously you played for Chiefs. You played for only Kaiser Chiefs in, in, in yeah. South Africa, Doc. Was it intentional? Were you always destined to play for Chiefs because your father was also a Chiefs icon? No, not exactly. Uh, I was nearly snapped by Pirates, oh. but uh, Bobby Mutaum then came to the rescue of Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, he went early in the morning. We were in the outskirts of Pretz in the northwest. Uh, so, and all the Chicano, uh, all them, they saw me playing in a tournament, and they was like, hey, man, who's that for? No, I don't have a but he's playing for this. the case of Chief, but no, so I'm fine. <laughs> so they called me. And then they said, listen, tomorrow we're coming to your house. So come on the time of Rapro, some Frutana, the grand. Right. Ah, Bobby woke up in the morning at 5 o'clock from press. He took double taxes. He went straight to the office. He waited for his son. said, listen, you don't sign dog. He's gone. Mm. Before I even, like, winked and all that, because we also came back. Uh, I was also preparing. I was late also for school. Then the next thing, boom, Kaiser Chiefs Kumbi. There by the gate, Joseph Ramakapul and the soul rest in peace. The chairman wants to see you. Me? I just came to him. Because <laughs> it's very rare for the chairman to call you to the office. And also, I was still in the, in the development. So I went, when I got there, oh, my dead signature. I have to sign on the set because I was still in mind. Mm. Oh, all right. Then I signed. And then the chairman said, welcome to the first team. 
immediately. Yeah. And we can kiss pirates with a spectacle. Your debut. Then Ted Dimitri was like, I'll see I'll see I'll see tomorrow morning at training, eh? Me training. Maybe I must go home, look at myself in the mirror and understand if you really did sign for Kaiser Chiefs. Ah, uh, eight o'clock. Cars then parked there outside my house because they said they were gonna come in the uh, six, six, seven at night. Ah, figure my father. Coming to sign you? Yeah. <laughs> had they heard that you'd sign for Chiefs? No. <laughs> how, how will they know? Because that was private. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah, eh, for bro, man, eh, man, eh, man, eh, for son, man, eh, eh, you like to see, man, for bro, man, eh. So you could have been a Pirates legend. I would have been. Mm. And you would have gone to Pirates. You must understand, Tavi. So the the only thing that made us, I mean, kept us going in the township was football. Uh. It was it was like a, a, an honor to play for a PSL, an SL team then. And every every kid in the township, this was our, our dream. We didn't want to hear anything or if there's any parties or whatsoever. We did. We just wanted to go play. And a school, if your school doesn't have a professional player, I'll be swag. Those Wednesdays, the, film, the late filmer singer used to yeah, tell us about those Wednesdays. Yeah, I mean, Wednesdays, if, if when I've, after I've signed and played a couple of games with Fuchin, I mean, the field will be packed around 2 o'clock, and our kickoff for the first team is at 4. Mm-hmm. They even hijack they even, next to the line in order for them to climb on top in order with bubble. Then sure. when I used to when I used to like when I was playing at school, when I'm in possession, they used to say mpopul. Mm. Popul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need like a doctor, yeah, popul. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of time, Mpopoli, there was a question. Just wanted to know, with all the midfielders you've played with, the Chiefs, for you, between Shoes and Tabo Muoki, are you able to say who was the best that you played with? Uh, look, uh, I don't want to disrespect any, and I may so rest in peace. I must say, you know, both, actually, I enjoyed. But obviously, we choose because of the international standard, mm. I thought we were the pillar of strength for the national team because if we were not out there to do our magic, the, the national team wouldn't like function very well. So mm. choose will always say, I can't do it, you do it. Yeah. Or if I can't, you have to do it. Or we do it both. Mm. So I think she's there she's in case. You. Last year, we spoke to Temba Zwane, and he upset a lot of people when he said that he didn't see much of you growing up. He didn't see a lot of you play growing up, but once in a while, he speaks to you, and people now compare him to you. How do you deal, or how do you feel about the comparisons just throughout your life? Uh, I guess uh, it's it's, it's a credit for for Temba, and it's an honor for me, uh, because 
I'm very proud to say that uh, he's one of the boys that I'm, 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 I'm actually coming out to say what a fantastic player South Africa has produced. Mm. And uh, I thought probably, you know, the, the, the shops is closed. We don't have the teenage drivers, the, 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 the Pototo Makanya, the Bochum Lloyd, but Temba emerged as one of those players that can make a difference within mm. the team. And uh, I understand it probably if he says he hasn't seen this play because there's nothing one can do about it. It's mm. an unfortunate situation. But uh, personally, I've seen and I've, I've, I've watched him. I mean, we have one agent. And yes, yes. The friend, you know, I must say that I really enjoy watching that boy when he's in possession because how he handles it, the ball, is, you can tell that, yeah, the coach is there, but he's mm. telling, he's detecting himself. This is what I used to do. Yeah. So Doc, this is what I like about it. Doc, we're going to run out of time, but there's a voice note that I believe has come in that we need to play for you quickly. Let me play that before we wrap up the interview. The doctor, yes, uh, big man. Thank you so much. I was just listening to the radio, uh, the comments and uh, everything you said about me and uh, the games from before. It's unbelievable. Uh, that's when we we have uh, young stars uh, looking upon you uh, and your your inspiration to them. But uh, one thing that I really uh, liked is when I was reading sometimes about the Mamelo Sundowns, how you spoke well about Mamelo. You are you are your life is cares achieves. But for you to notice what a good job that is being done at uh, uh, Mamelo Sundowns, mentioning me in the management and my colleagues and the coaches how we approach things right from the media from everyone in the in the management uh it humbles me just to say respect to you and uh, uh, definitely very soon you're gonna take a high 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 um, you know position at case achieves because nothing beats the legend respect respect we are also honored that you are listening to us that's peter and love talk has been listening oh. the whole hour peter and love <laughs> Hey. Oh, that's Peter. Uh, what a legend. Uh, uh, what a humble gentleman. Very, very humble. And uh, I must say that, uh, you know, Peter at, uh, in England, actually, he, he made us proud. Yes. You know, as, as a static region, mm. because we, we didn't have ma- many of them that are playing there. And, and hence, that's the reason why probably Phil and uh, uh, Lucas went to play in England for Leeds. But mm. uh, I must say, what a humble gentleman. And uh, a very friend, uh, a very very good friend of mine. Uh, and thank you very much, Peter, for the wise words. I really appreciate my brother. Thank you, Peter and Love. That's what they used to call him at Coventry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Doc, yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to leave it there, but because of time, but it's been an honor for us to speak to you. Thank you very much for the time you've given us. We wanted to bring you on, highlight what you've done, highlight what you've achieved, even though you've told your own story yourself. Uh, but we also, most importantly, say, just wanted to give you the respect that you really deserved. You inspired a, a whole generation, Doc, and nobody can take away that from you. And I hope you realize the impact that you had in many of our lives and yet to continue to have. Uh, thank you very much to SAFM and the listeners. Really appreciate. And to all the listeners and everybody that has played a major role in terms of molding Doc Kumalo, I'm really, I really appreciate. May God bless South Africa. Thank you, Doc. God bless you too. We have to leave it there. Thank you to Beverly Mapangwa producing the show and Bongi Wasowas in technical. We have to go to news a little bit late, but it was Dr. Kumalo. So please bear with us, news. And uh, Bridget, who should be up next.